0: Hi, this is Dr. Rahman, and welcome to Black Women's Health. It's all about you, and we celebrate the Black woman. Welcome. I am glad to have you here. Let's talk. Hi everyone. This is Dr. Raman. Got a question for you. Can you name five historically black universities? They're important in our community because they've been able to provide many people the opportunity to go to college where they may not have had the opportunity. They produce many of our educators, lawyers, and doctors. So, can you name can you name five HBCUs? I'll give you a moment. Now, can you name five historically black hospitals? That's a little bit harder to do. At the end of the Civil War, the US Congress passed an act to establish the Freedmen's Bureau to address the needs of approximately four million formerly enslaved blacks. As a result, historically black universities and historically black hospitals were created. In fact, By 1930, there were approximately 130 historically black hospitals. Now, why would we need a historically black hospital? The reason is blacks weren't allowed admittance to white hospitals. Black doctors weren't allowed to train or to practice in white hospitals. Medical care for blacks was substandard. And in 1895, black doctors formed their own association called the National Medical Association to address healthcare disparities. They also worked to establish medical schools and hospitals. Now, next question. What was the first historically black hospital? Any guess? It was Freedman Hospital in Washington, DC. This was founded in 1862. Now, six years later, it became the teaching hospital for Howard University Medical School. It has been the only historically black hospital to receive federal funding. However, this federal funding was discontinued in 1967. Now, by 1944, there were still 124 black Hospitals were historically black hospitals, but only 23 of these hospitals were accredited. In Philadelphia, the Frederick Douglass Hospital was founded in 1895. It later merged with Mercy Hospital to become Mercy Douglas Hospital. This hospital trained doctors and nurses and served the black community until it lost its accreditation and had financial challenges, which led to its closing in 1975. Now, the next question might be, who does the accrediting? Well, medical associations regulate the practice of medicine. They license doctors and they accredit hospitals. In 2008, the largest medical association, yes, the AMA, acknowledged discrimination of black doctors. In 2008, the AMA issued a formal apology to the NMA for more than a century more than a century of policies which discriminated and excluded black doctors from the AMA, policies that barred them from state and local medical societies. So here we are with now only three remaining historically black colleges, one of which is Howard University Hospital. One of the three remaining and today, Howard University faces, Howard University Hospital faces accreditation and financial challenges. So here we stand on the brink of 2020. Healthcare disparities remain. Racism is still endemic in our healthcare system. What are we going to do? Feel free to give me a response. I'm Dr. Roman, Take care. So this is Dr. Rahman saying it's been a pleasure speaking to you and I look forward to talking with you real soon. Until then, be well, be healthy and enjoy life.